Everyone with a podcast must love the sound of their own voice. That's I just don't like my own voice. <laughs> Do people actually like their own it voices? Out for other people to hear? No, no, I'm just saying it's kind of like a narcissistic <laughs> thing, you know. The world needs to hear hours of me talking. Yes, that's out loud. That's what they need. That is, uh, that's what missing. But it's really more. It's really more for me to get the thoughts out of my head. Otherwise, I talk to an empty room, and then I have other problems that I have to deal with. You know. Yep, one hundred percent. Look, this is way cheaper than a, a therapist, right? That's someone you That's talk to. That's true. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less scary than having a twenty-minute conversation with Ryan, only to realize at the end that he's actually not sitting next to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> priceless. You turn around, it's just a pumpkin. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Wilson, I'm going to send you a volleyball. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, I ate the wrong gummy bears again. Dang it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I got to send you that. That would be great. You just, you can include it in your YouTube videos. All of a sudden, there's Wilson in the background. <laughs> You know, there's, I always thought I should do some, some sort of shtick like that. There's a lot of people who do that. I was like, I dressed up as Joker for Halloween last year and I kind of, I went like all out and, um, it was crazy. And I was like, man, I can make all my videos as the Joker, you know, that is, uh, yeah, that's wild. You know, not, I would get some attention. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of intense. Um, I did, I did, uh, think about making a, uh, different website for me that's just mostly a landing page but it says the hobbit developer because i have so many pictures with hobbit backgrounds <laughs> that, that could be my personality I'm not dressed as a hobbit but you know um and then like at the footer it would be a picture of your hairy feet <laughs> thanks man that's uh it's true hobbit I mean, fashion true hobbit yeah exactly <laughs> You got to be proud of your feet or proud feet, right? Proud foot. Proud, proud foot. <laughs> all, all right. right enough right, of all that. Right, all right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's dive into actual let's get into it. content. We're on, a time, we're on a time schedule here because Mr. Family Man has to attend to his children. I actually have a, a, an appointment with a literary agent and I realized that I told you the wrong time. Oh, that's time. right. It's actually an hour later. So, but oh, still, okay. I, I got stuff to do. So um, that's good. Cool, man. You want to start? Or you want me to start? Um, why don't we go with you first? I went last week. You'll have the more interesting update so people can just drop off halfway through. So. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, Proudfoot. All right, cool. Um, yeah, it's been a fun week. So let me remember where we were last week. So I think, okay, last week we had gotten our first customer. That's right. So um, you want me to give you what I remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So last week you got your first customer. It was awesome. Uh, it was a friend, friendly friend. Um, mm-hmm. You had also, like, you had done the soft launch. Um, you know, you talked a little bit about how the first time you, you launched the app, you went to it and it, something broke when you tried to check out. Right. That's um, right. But it, basically, there you had, you know, you had done, I don't know, actually, know if you even had the third lesson up. Maybe you did. Um, I'm not quite I sure. I think we think we did, okay. but we didn't talk about it. We, we turned on some subscribers subscriptions when we published the third lesson okay that's right and i thought you but wanted to get really the fourth one in about maybe? It publicly yes yep Got it. yep that's that's exactly where we were cool so yep the site's working great we've ironed out some kinks um 
and uh, it's working great. And uh, I think we're up to like six customers now. That's so that's awesome. pretty cool. That's awesome. And it's all kind of organic people hearing about uh, me talking about the site from this podcast and from front and first and from, from a YouTube video. But I still haven't, I guess this podcast is probably how I've talked about it most directly. Um, you haven't done a, a, a like a Twitter announcement or anything like that. I haven't done a Twitter announcement. Haven't done an email. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, pretty cool. Folks are trickling in. They um, are liking the video so far. They're in our Discord. I think the private Discord that we have going is gonna. It's I'm I'm excited about it. I think online communities are generally actually pretty hard to pull off well. Yeah. But because of our audience, uh, it's like already developers who are kind of hanging out on twitter and in discords uh it's a pretty natural fit nice um it's just gonna be kind of another watering hole where people already spend time you know yeah so i'm excited about that and when we were running ember map uh like full time that was a good spot people would meet each other from other companies they would actually find jobs we had like, ended up making a jobs channel because people would ask you know who's hiring wow. or i'm an ember developer looking for jobs yeah so that's pretty awesome. And so I'm really excited about getting more folks in there and, you know, answering questions about the videos and hearing people's thoughts and what they, I already have like two or three ideas for more videos just based on conversations we've been having in there. Yeah. Um, quick question. Do you have any structure to your discord? Like how, how are you, you know, like you said, the jobs channel, like how, how are you structuring these things? We're starting off small with just a general okay. channel uh-huh. where we all talk and an announcements channel where I post every time we publish a new video, which so far has basically been once Got it. Um, because of lesson three. It's not like you have one per... Actually, I have never used Discord, so I don't actually know. Um... It's basically like Slack, you know? I see. Okay. It's not like forum then. It's not like forum like... No. Got but it. you know what's cool is that they actually added forums. So we have some plans for the Discord. It's really interesting. You can make a channel, a forum channel, and it basically uh, looks like a list of posts. And so oh. instead of like a list of messages, yeah. they're like posts with like a border treatment and you can click on it and um, you basically have like a thread. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a thread for that post. Yeah. And that reminds me, I actually want to do, want to do that. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, we'll do it in the announcements channel. Maybe maybe I'll change announcements to like build UI videos. Cause I basically wanted to come up with a, a forum channel where, you know, you just watched lesson three of frame motion recipes and you have a question about it or you yeah, want to see exactly. what other people said. Um, basically you can go right there. And I even want to link on the page to bring you to that post in our discord. So it's, it's as if it was a forum with comments. You exactly. Know? Yeah. That makes sense to me. I, I actually, um, did a, um, a training from Seth Godin once, and they, it's basically just forum. It's just a giant forum. Um, I I found it kind of disappointing, <laughs> but okay. but the, the interesting part about it, like the disappointing part, wasn't the forum stuff. It was just like the whole course wasn't exactly mm-hmm. what I was looking for. But in any case, the interesting part was the forum, and it was you know you had a basically a I guess a th- a here it would be a thread or something like that for each lesson so that you could go and discuss mm. in that place right you like you knew at least where to go to talk about the thing you right. didn't have to right guess do i put this in general do i put this in announcements do I, you know th- that kind of thing exactly cool yep so maybe we'll do that actually um like today or, or monday um but yeah so that was that was that and yeah just some organic trickling in which has been great um 
and I had a next conf talk due. So my conference is well, next yeah. week. Okay. Next and week. The, I was a speaker, but it's all pre-recorded. That's right. So um, the talk was due for uh, Tuesday night, and I was up till five o'clock in the morning. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was. It's been a brutal week, kind of like sleep sleep wise and just schedule wise, because it's been like the last two weeks have just been you know real stressful. So basically, Saturday and Sunday, I worked on the talk you know, a good amount of time, like a good amount of time. And I was also doing video prep for the next build UI lesson. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Tuesday, I mean, I was basically hyper-focused on the talk and it was just one of the hardest talks I've ever recorded because it's new stuff. It's about next 13 and the new layout router and everything mm-hmm. nested layouts and the routing. And I was just stressed and anxious about it. It's a big conference. It's probably gonna be the, it sh- it, it'll probably be the highest visibility, like conference talk I give. Um, they have like 90,000 people registered, but you know, that's just people who put their email in. Oh, I'm sure like, you know, it will be a fraction of that who actually show up, but I mean, it's still still 90,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of people. So I think I was just feeling anxious about it and it's just new stuff that like, uh, you know, is like kind of an experimental beta stage. So I was running into things. Mm. I tried to record it when, you know, Ryan was here and, um, I got like half an hour in. I mean, the talk is only 25 minutes. And so usually that would take, I don't know, 35 to 45 minutes, depending on how I want to rephrase things. I got 30 minutes into the recording and I was still at the beginning and I just stopped because I had to just shake it off and come back later and try it again. Yeah. So I came back and did it and I'm really happy with how it turned out. It's, it's, it was hard to to weave the story in a way that's, that's, you know, understandable. Mm. Um, Storytelling. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm happy. I'm really happy with it. Got it. Um, but I was like editing it up until like the last minute, midnight or one, and then I just couldn't wind down. I mean, I was just anxious thinking about business and all the stuff I want to be doing and the, everything. So I just got a crazy weird sleep that night. Slept from like five a.m. to you know nine a.m. and then the next night I was obviously exhausted. But I actually ended up recording lesson four that day because I recorded it and I was just really focused on wanting to get it up. You know, we have subscribers now and I want to make sure we're delivering value kind of every week. Right. And um, so I felt good about that. I felt great. And then I slept from like 9 p.m. and woke up at 4 a.m. or something like I was up so early. So it's like <laughs> this week's been crazy. I either I'm staying up till five or waking up at four. I don't know. It's weird. Dude. Need, need to have a more consistent schedule. Be good for your brain. Yeah, 100%. And the health and everything. My back really hurts. I've been keeping up with my workouts this week, but I think I sat so much that my back really hurts. And it just sucks because that affects workouts and stuff. So, yeah, it needs to be more balanced for sure. But it was just a busy week, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, no YouTube video? Kind of on the other side of it, though. No YouTube video. I haven't had a YouTube video in like two, three weeks, which is brutal. Uh, right. Absolutely brutal. Um so yeah, need to get the balance going. You know, obviously it's just a it's All just right. a lot going on. You're, this week you're launching the things also. You know, you might yeah, get launching a thing. You might get into a rhythm. Talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, anyways, got lesson four recorded. Going to publish it today, and that means we're going to have four lessons from the course. Uh huh. It's a good one. Nice. Uh, the course is already at. Let's see. It's at uh, an hour. So this will be about hour and twenty minutes with this. Wow. Um, and uh, we're going to send an email today. So as soon as we hang up here, I'm going to finish the writing the summary and get in the demo in GitHub, publish it. And um, we're going to announce an email. We're going to send an email to our list 
of about a thousand and um, basically say, we're going to give lesson three away for the weekend and it'll turn pro on Monday and then lesson four will be paid. It'll be pro video locked. So the email is going to let people know about lesson three and four. It's going to let people know subscriptions are ready on the site and it's going to let people know we have a discord that people can join once they subscribe, which I think is going to be exciting. Got it. So, so the, in the last time you sent an email was lesson two came out. The soft lesson launch. two, it was free for a week. Yeah. Soft launch. There were no subscriptions on the site, Got and it. that was um, like two, two weeks ago. Weeks ago, right? Yep. Something like exactly. that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we felt like it was good to email again because you know um, let people know. I think there's a lot of people. I think I'll call us out an email. There's a lot of people who just want to know when the course is ready. Mm. the whole course yeah. like, and they maybe not even be familiar with a site like Laracast or Brailscast or Ember map that does like the serial content. And, you know, I talked about it as a course for this whole year or whatever, since I announced it last summer or whatever. So I think I'll call that out in the email. You know, I'm sure a lot of you want to just know when all the entire course is ready. Basically you can, if you subscribe now, you can get the first four lessons. Um, it's like a pre-launch, I guess. Um, but I'm hoping in the next two to three weeks that I can have the, there's probably three more videos and, um, then we'll be able to call the course done and that will be like the launch launch. <laughs> so there's a soft launch, a pre-launch and then a launch, <laughs> but you know, just to let people know the first pro course is ready. Yeah, basically. no, it makes sense. And it makes sense that you would keep emailing. I'm surprised I didn't email yeah. last week with the, or whenever lesson three dropped. Yeah, because we wanted, I guess we wanted to have a little bit more. We, if we gave away lesson, we gave away lesson two for a week. Oh, I although see. a lot of people, even people who subscribed didn't do it. So they, you know, it's obviously there's some small percentage of people who will actually watch it. But if you were listening and reading all the emails, you get lesson two for free, then get lesson three for free. And then what we get, we publish lesson four and do it again. So it's, it's kind of like we wanted to have both a free gift that we give in the email for people who are following along. I see. Um, I see. And then we also wanted to have a paid video up in case people do want to sub subscribe to the site that gotcha. they get access to something that's premium and two is locked now too. So if they hadn't uh, watched that during like the free preview period, um, they'll get, they'll be able to watch that as well. Right. Okay. okay. So that was the thinking there. Uh, that makes sense. So, so this time lesson four will be free, but not lesson three, right? Just lesson, lesson three will be free. Oh, and lesson four will be locked. Will I be see. Pro. Okay. So basically, if you've been following along with the email list, you've now been able to see one and two. You'll be able to watch three and four will be locked. I see. Okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And lesson, you know, they're all kind of standalone. Um, I mean, they build on each other a little bit, but it's not the same demo. Like, they're all new demos. Mm. So if this is like the first email that you're getting... Um, then you'll be able to watch lesson three and get a lot out of it. And then you're like, oh, I'm interested. Okay, maybe I'll subscribe and watch uh, one, two, and then, and then watch four, you know? Right. Okay. Dude, you excited? Yeah. How are you feeling? Oh, super, ex super excited. I mean, I'm trying, I, I don't have any expectations for, in terms of like numbers. Mm -hmm. Let, I want to talk about this too, because last week you mentioned this and it, it, it sparked a really good conversation between me and Ryan in terms of our like financial goals mm. uh, and like checkpoints and stuff. But I, I still don't have, I, I still think a lot of people want to know when it's, it's done, done, I guess. Um, but so I don't really have any, I'm, I don't really, I'm not thinking about 
like how many people are going to subscribe and, and I don't have any expectations there. Although getting more people in the discord is, is the most exciting part to me because that's, sh- you know, that's like the lifeblood of it. It keeps me in touch with people. If we're doing, if we're helping them out, I want to know, I care about helping these people, making sure all this work we're doing is actually helping people at their jobs. And that's like the best way to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do you, do you have to give them access to discord manually or how does, how does that work? And also to your, no, g- we have a, pr- we have a private invite link. Um, and it, you get an email once you subscribe with the, with the link. I see. So anybody with that link could subscribe. Yep. I see. What about yep. to the, to your, to the GitHub repo? Cause you give them the source code. Is that right? Yep. The GitHub is, um, it's just on our GitHub. So like basically, yeah, the links are kind of obscure, but right now we don't have it locked, locked down. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just nicely organized, right? You read the page. Like you can, I can show you right now. You, you read but the it's, page, but it's like a public repo. It's not actually, yeah, it's a public repo. Yeah. Gotcha. So we don't have it. We don't have that secure. Eventually we will. Eventually I want to get it. I want to get like nice tab interface on the actual site where it's kind of before, after, um, diff and you can just see the code right there i mean you can see the code right there already because i write a a summary recapping the video Mm -hmm. but in terms of the actual code it'd be cool to just have it a nice summary version right there but right now we're just using github public public repo gotcha okay cool 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 cool. and we don't really care if people i mean people look through it and find it valuable it's not yeah eventually they're going to want to watch the videos that's the that's the 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 main value prop of the subscription right it's not a big deal if they find the yeah i was just curious if you did some magic there because that's right when i launched testing live view um i first tried to just include a like the github repo as a file like as a you know downloadable Mm -hmm. or not the github the git you know the git repo um and that like that i forget what i ran it i ran into some issue and i was like i'm just gonna do this publicly like who cares Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. that worked Mm -hmm. just fine but i wasn't sure if people try to have more uh sophisticated uh mm-hmm. workflows where like it some webhook is actually locked yeah i think the way we would do it is there's actually i do think github has a way to like add maybe it's integrated with github sponsors where if they become a github sponsor they can get access to private repo easily mm-hmm. but um interesting yeah we'll, we'll probably have something eventually but not not the highest not right priority now. thing yeah right okay. um and, uh, yep. So I missed YouTube this week, which again is really important for us. So it's a bummer. It slipped for the last few weeks, but I'm working on a YouTube video, which will be coming out next week, actually working with Adam and the tailwind folks. Uh, they just announced a minor version of tailwind that has container queries, which is a cool CSS feature. So we're cooking something up for YouTube there. Oh, cool. And, um, it's going to go out to their newsletter. Um, oh, sweet. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, kind of win-win there so um that's i'm excited to, to have that in the pipeline and just be working with them so that it definitely gets out you know early next week right yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah mm-hmm. getting getting uh that uh, newsletter exposure will be great mm-hmm. yep and um the conversation with ryan you yeah want to touch so that's, that? that's yep definitely um so uh basically last week you had kind of asked like the revenue goals we had talked about like the fact that the price is 29 dollars a month Mm -hmm. and how long that would take for for this to become sustainable um and it's like scary (laughs) thinking about how many people you need at that price point so 
we talked to I talked to Ryan about it after we had chatted. Um, and you know, something that was good, Ember Map basically got to a little over 10k a month. And a, a lot of the ways we got there, even though we never worked on it full time, was through team pricing. So, oh yeah, uh, teams would sign up. Basically, the funnel was like people would join and eventually want their team members to have it or have their business pay for it out of their education budget. So the team would join and then the team, the admin, like, you know, the boss, the manager, whatever engineering manager would want to add more people. So they buy a team plan where they can just add and remove email addresses and give people access. Um, and that was a good way for us. That was like made up a, a lot of our revenue. So we kind of had this conversation where like, yeah, if we, are growing by some number of people a month at $29. Like, you know, in like four or six months from now, we might only have a couple thousand MRR and it's like, still going to take a long time. And is that a problem? And so we basically talked about whether we want to be thinking like that and about, okay, how can we get this to a revenue number where we can start to buy back some of our consulting time mm -hmm. and, and allocate more time. Uh, to the site uh, and what are the kinds of things we would focus on to do that and so like having support for teams is a big one um, and there's there's a lot you know there's a lot involved there yeah. um, you know even just like that would involve working on our pricing page right because there's a lot that goes into uh, describing the benefits and features um, and the pricing panels and even tweaking pricing maybe uh, or thinking about what the team price should be. So that all that requires energy and planning and time and work. And it's all time that's taken away from making more videos. Right. And um, so there's a trade-off there. And so when we were talking about this, I was kind of leaning towards like, it doesn't feel like how I want to be spending the time right now. It doesn't, it feels like, Right now we have people subscribing to the site and, you know, in theory, once we finish Framer Motion Recipes course and start working on the next one, maybe we do, you know, a next course, maybe we do a remix course. Like I, I'd like to do both of those. There's a lot of stuff that we want to do. Um, I want to be making more videos. Like I want to get to the point where we're making like two videos a week for Build UI because that was a good spot for Ember Map. People were thrilled with that. That was more than enough content for them to keep up with. Um, felt like they were getting great value for their money. Yeah, that's and a lot. So that's a lot of videos. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of videos. And I wanted to be doing the YouTube stuff too. And it feels like that's kind of what what I want. My my gut says like until that's happening, at least one video a week. But you know, we're definitely two. That should be the focus. And okay, if if we get like you know uh, five customers a week. We're getting 20 new subscribers, 20 new members a month. Um, in four months, what is that, uh, 80? And so that's like a little over 2K a month in MRR. So 2K a month in MRR, 2.3K a month in MRR is not going to be enough to buy back our consulting time. But if we have 80 members inside of our Discord and they're loving the videos, to me, that guy basically feels like a better spot to be in for the business right. because uh, I see those customers. It, it, it tells me more that we have uh, some level of product market fit. People are joining 
and our churn rate would be low, right? So if we have 20 members joining a month and uh, people aren't canceling after one, two, three months, so they've paid us, you know, they've stayed subscribed, the content's meeting their expectations or exceeding them, that would make me feel really good. Yeah. Um, because that tells me that we have some product market fit. And I think those members numbers are a leading indicator of revenue. So eventually the revenue will basically catch up and make the business more sustainable. On the other hand, if we spend this time designing a nice pricing page, uh, trying to reach out to people we know, maybe who were subscribers in the past, members of the past, or our current subscribers and say, oh, who do you work for? Maybe we can do some direct sales to their CTO and tell them, you know, basically, yeah, try to sell the benefits of, of a subscription, a team plan. And now it's four months from now and we have, you know, six, eight K a month in revenue, but our member numbers are not that great. Maybe our engagement's okay. And people are, are churning because we're not putting out enough videos. I think I would feel worse. Yeah, no, I, I, for what, for what it's worth, I think that that makes total sense. Like, I think you, you are creating a content business and so you mm-hmm. need to start like you just started it. So you need to have mm-hmm. focus on the content, 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 mm-hmm. content. And then at some point, I think it will make sense. I mean, I'm glad that at least there's the the vision of like the team pricing is probably yeah. where we can make up some of the exactly, you know, some of the difference or ma- make up some of the, the extra revenue so that it actually makes uh, so that we can actually make this profitable, something that you can dedicate more full time to it. Um, exactly. But yeah, I would I would agree. I think right now I'm probably too early to spend the time on on team things unless there's like small things that when you have downtime yeah. you could do a small thing that kind of moves the ball forward but i would uh, yeah exactly. I, w- I would definitely agree that right now probably your youtube and just just getting the ball rolling and keeping this yep. keeping momentum on this and doing things like the thing with with um tailwind that's going to get you more visibility like all those mm-hmm. things i think are, are probably way better use of your time my guess mm-hmm I think so too, but it was, it was a good conversation because it wasn't really clear right after that conversation last week to me and then to Ryan, especially when we were talking, he was like, he's really keen on this team plan stuff because you could just look at our revenue numbers from Embermap and it's like the earlier we get this, the better. Right. And it really is true. And so I think, yeah, on the margin, if there's time we have left, if there's half a day at the end of the week and we've hit our video uh, numbers, uh, our content deliverables that week, then let's think about let's start working you know on the pricing page or something like that but um it was a really good conversation that at, at the end we felt in agreement and in, in alignment with so uh yeah i was glad that you asked that last week nice that's interesting it's so interesting that you have to uh, <laughs> talk to someone about these things right like you have a co-founder so you you, you two chat about it and it's it's very different it's cool, oh yeah though. totally it's cool. like, like we with these kinds of decisions we always um you know, there's some things where he feels more strongly about. There's some things where I feel strongly about. And so sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Whatever you say there. But like stuff like this, uh, if we're ever not in agreement, we just have to hash it out until we one of us convinces the other. And it always happens, you know, because yeah. it, it's it's um, it's like, yeah, we trust each other with that stuff. So like the fact that I was kind of leaning towards that way and he was like the fact that he was hesitating um and like really keen on the team pricing stuff made me pause and be like, wait, am I missing something here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, are these re- are four to six months from now when the revenue numbers are not whatever they, you know, if they're, if they're two or 3000 a month, which is not enough to make a meaningful difference in 
our consulting time, uh, am I going to feel like we're doing something wrong or whatever? And then I was like, well, if we have a hundred, hundred members, no, I won't. Yeah. Um, and the, people are talking good about it and, and all this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. The other thing you could do is, um, MVP style of team pricing, like, Mm-hmm. want to buy this for your team contact us right mm-hmm. so yes that's the, kind of yes the first he time was somebody saying exactly contacts the same you, thing yeah yep. you just like you just charge i don't know what your team pricing would be but you just mm-hmm. you do a custom stripe thing for just for them and then you give them sure. like access to these things somewhat manually but then you yep. start oh there's like demand for team pricing right just the same that's kind of way idea else. i think we even talked about that but i forgot about it um that's a, i'm actually gonna write that down really quick that's great great idea um yeah because then you don't spend all the time building all this stuff exactly like and we, and there's so much we know from ember map right that's um, true so we kind of have an idea of what we want you know and I, I think that's how ryan was thinking about it too where it's like we just want to get these features over um because we know it'll it'll help the business but um thinking about the mvp version is is excellent um yeah, so that was great. And then Ryan's also currently working on ingesting some Ember Map series too. So that's going to be oh, another cool. thing that helps us. There's some stuff that's valuable for everybody, even though it's it was taught in Ember. It's still going to be great for React developers, like our declarative rendering series. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on ingesting those. Okay, That's going to be another great benefit for subscribers. And um, eventually, once all of Ember Map is ingested, we can move the current Ember Map subscribers over to Build UI. Which right. will be nice. Which is another big um, piece of work, right? Another big piece of work, but not crazy bad. And then and then it'll just be communicating with them and moving people over from our Slack, you know, to our Discord. Um, and which will be nice for folks still interested in the content and everything. So um I'm excited about all that happening too. But um yeah, that's um I think that's pretty much it i was there one more i felt like there was one more thing i was forgetting but um yeah so so next week i'll be in in sf um monday to wednesday for the conference which will be fun to meet a bunch of react folks Mm -hmm. and um they're gonna post my talk and uh yeah i think the talk will be good just to get visibility i'm not really sure if there's like a direct I basically put buildui.com. I put Sam Selkoff from buildui.com right. in the beginning of the video. So yeah. maybe we should think about potentially doing something if people go there during the conference or something. I don't like, know, like a call out, a banner. Guerrilla marketing type thing? It's like a banner that's like if you just found out about Build UI from Sam's conference, here's like a message from Sam or I don't know, something like that. Um but probably won't have time for that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Seems like a tight, tight uh, turnaround time. So that's because maybe next, like I'm week. just. I guess I'm. I'm. Maybe I'm just thinking like if you come to Build UI and you don't know what it is and you're just hearing about me for the first time. Maybe for people who are not logged in to Build UI, we have like this sign up at the bottom where you can basically like uh, subscribe to the Build UI email mm-hmm. newsletter mm-hmm. and hear about you know, new pro videos and and you get notified when we put those videos up for free for like three days or whatever. So that might be good to like call more attention to. We don't even have like a call to action in the header right now. So um, maybe that's something we should think about. If there, if there are going to be a lot of people watching it and coming 
to the site for the like, first time. Uh, yeah, optimizing for that Yeah, that just part for of like the... that first touch, you know, if it's yeah. the first touch. Because right now it's kind of not really meant to be like, I guess, the first touch. Right. Yeah, no, it's kind of down at the bottom. I'm looking at it. Also, just subscribe. I'm not sure how I'm not subscribed to this already. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see <laughs> cool. these emails, but uh, yeah, but I yeah, just you might, you might be, I don't know if it would, if it would do anything, if it was a duplicate yet, but oh. cool, dude. Yeah. You got a lot, a lot of things rolling. You're still doing consulting, right? So, yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Consulting has okay. been super busy because the conference is coming up. So there's been lots of work there. Uh, how so? I, you mentioned We're, something like this last time. You're like, mostly your consulting is focused on the conference and is your consulting related to the conference in any way? Um, yeah, so we're, we're consulting with Vercel, and they're the ones who oh. um, run Next.js and are putting on NextConf. So um, my speaking at the conference is unrelated to our consulting, but the consulting, well, it's kind of started, you know, uh, you know, we've been working on things related to the work that the team is doing for the conference on the new version of Next. Got it. So needless to say, it's a big conference, and everybody at the company's been focused on it. You know what I'm saying? I see. I see. I see. Gotcha. So, and it's been busy, real busy. I see. Okay, that makes so sense. So yeah, it's just it's just been a lot going on. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and yet you still made a lot of progress. So no, I did great this week. I mean, I worked like a dog. I mean, I I didn't do like anything but work this week, basically. But and and again, like I need to make sure it's it's not like a sustainable week. Like my back hurts, yeah. <laughs> and I got weird sleep and. Yeah, it's it was not like healthy the healthiest week, work balance wise and and things like that. But I was really I was really motivated, and um, again, it's always a great sign when I'm wanting to make videos and and I couldn't wait to make the next video. Like I would love to just be making more build dry videos right now, which is like the is is means I'm in a good spot in terms of being aligned with what I want to do. It's just there's only it's only so many hours in a day, you know. Yeah, for sure. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah, so it'll be fun to see next week. Next week, we should have sent the email about lesson four, um, and I'll be back from the conference. And, we'll, and, and we, should have, <laughs> we should have the YouTube video up uh, for Tailwind. I'm going to have to shoot that this weekend because I'm leaving Monday morning. So um, there, there's basically those three events will have happened by the time we record next week, so it'll be fun to see what the result of all that was. Well, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully you see a bump in the subscribers or. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, some new members would be awesome, right? Cool, man. That's cool, awesome. man. Let's uh, let's switch to you. Cool. Um, I don't know that. Well, I have some stuff. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say I don't have that much stuff. So, uh, let's just get the consulting out of the way. Consulting. I'm still working on. Well, I'm not working. I'm still trying to get the contract with. Um, uh, these folks, uh, that's kind of moving. Started it yet. No, no, no. The idea was to start Monday, but we haven't signed the contract yet. So I'm actually has like I don't know that it's going to happen. Um, I'm just I don't know. There's some language in the contract, and so I went a little bit back and forth. Um, hmm. um, yeah, just liability stuff. I'm not super comfortable with like unbounded mm. liability in some sections. So I'm like, nope. I offer limited liability. Mm. Like this is what I offer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's smart to do that or dumb, but I just kind of rather have uncomfortable moment right now rather than something happen. And then it's like this prolonged awful thing that, you know, could wreck anybody. So, um, but that's sort of, yeah, that's just the status of that. 
Um, in terms of more of the things, uh, the, the side gig, side hustle, um, mm-hmm. I reached out to people via LinkedIn. So I got LinkedIn Premium. Thankfully, there was like a free trial or something. Um, mm-hmm. And I reached out and I got <laughs> zero responses. Um, <laughs> I tried a couple of different titles and uh, messages, and I only sent it to like 10 people because, again, it's, it's extremely hard to find these people. I then I later realized that I should just search through LinkedIn because I've, like, I've been doing these searches outside of LinkedIn, and then I would find agents' names and then go in LinkedIn and look them up. And I've also had a limitation where I only message one agent per agency. Um, in my mind... I thought I don't want to spam an agency and people be like, "Have you gotten this email mm-hmm. from this like weird guy who's trying to do this?" You know, <laughs> um, but I don't think that's going. In hindsight, I don't think that's going to happen. And so, like, that's why it's been taking me so long to find people to talk to is because I have to find an agency, find an agent in the agency, find their email or their LinkedIn, and then right. reach out. Like, people don't. I can't reach out via Twitter because they're. I guess I could just reach out in a regular public message, but I was trying to find mess people who have open dms and just nobody nobody has that um mm. so you know so there's a question there as to how much more time i want to like there's so there's a question as to how much time i want to spend chasing this on the whole i don't feel like i've done a, a lot of work like i think i would call myself lazy if i abandoned this idea of like oh you try to contact mm. 20 people and it didn't work out like boohoo that's right. not like <laughs> you haven't done any of the legwork right right um so i'm going to try a few other things uh one of and then i have one other thing going for me today is that, that i am meeting with a literary agent that i had met before this is the, the first person i met with um she's been gotcha. super... I was gonna ask how you how you got that meeting set up yeah so she's been super helpful uh and and, and you know the the first time i talked to her and she got me connected with more agents last time um but then you know sorry i dropped off because of my injury and so i've reached mm-hmm. out to the other agents again but i haven't heard from them only from from this one so uh i have a conversation with her and one of the things i want to find out is like I, I remember this from the mom test. Like you want to walk into a conversation and have at least one or two points that you want to get an answer to. And ideally, mm-hmm. they're like things that should make you uncomfortable. I don't know if it, that was the language that they used, but that's kind of how I took it. Mm. Like I want to find out, are they? is this something they would pay for? Right? Like this is something. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't walk out of that meeting having a good sense of that, like it's kind of a wasted meeting. Because mm-hmm. right, that's sort of where I'm at. Like is this a real problem they would pay for? If it's not, then that's fine. And if it is, that's great. Um, but if I don't ask those uncomfortable questions then kind of wasting time, mm-hmm. so that's, that's kind of the, 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 the main goal of the, the meeting goal. and also to try to find more people, if she can connect me to more people, um, in this case, in the, and now it'll be more focused. Like, do you think there's people interested in this particular right problem space solution who would be, you know, want to be like, uh, basically alpha users people who'd want to try this and kind of give me quick feedback and sort of have a more open line of communication with i don't know where that's going to lead like i don't know if she's going to say yeah i know these three people exactly fit that (laughs) those parameters um but that's that you know i I think those are the two things i want to get out of this meeting uh or at least i want to ask those questions and see where they take me yeah yeah that 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 i mean i was going to say even if you don't answer the pricing question um if you get some contacts out of it that are the right next contacts, that would be a success, right? Right. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, if I get more people that I can talk to, 
um, warm intros. Right. That, that would but, be good. Yep. And the other thing I was going to say is like, you're kind of looking on Twitter and LinkedIn for these people, but do you actually know that that's where they hang out online? I'm not sure where they hang out online. I'm not sure they hang I mean, out online. I, or, or where they hang out, period, in real life. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're not dealing with tech people, which yep. is what you are, and so and that's what you know. Um, I don't know if you've ever read any of the Jonathan Stark books, but he talks about that, the the watering holes, right? right. So you need to figure out what, what their watering holes are. Where do literary agents spend their time talking to each other um, and... Um, hanging out by the water cooler and, you know, just chatting about frustrations in the industry. Yeah. It could be Twitter. It could be LinkedIn, but you need to find that because that's where you're going to get so much information. Yeah. That's a great point. Especially because you don't, especially because you don't have domain knowledge and you're not working with them right now. You know, right. Exactly. I'm going to write that down. Nice. Uh, Because, because that's exactly what I want to do. Like find, find that, but it's so hard to find because, well, I don't know that it's hard to find. I just don't know where to look for it. Right. It's like the the chat in forums. No, probably not. Do they, you know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, a lot of them do publicity on Twitter, right? That's mostly what they use Twitter for, I Mm -hmm. think, because I've seen, Mm -hmm. you know, I've looked at uh, literary agents, Twitters and they're, you know, public, you know, promoting books and stuff like that, which makes sense. Um, But again, it's not like that. I don't see a lot of chatter between agents right it's not like they're mm-hmm. complaining it's on there twitter, tech, yeah. tech twitter yeah um and then linkedin i don't see much either i think i think most of the platforms they use are for like social media social media are for uh you know promoting books um and i don't know it, it may be and i mentioned this last time like maybe there's like a local association of agents in atlanta and like that would be great to find but mm-hmm I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I, I Maybe you I should saw think about somewhere. how you could you could ask her during the meeting these questions. I mean, imagine someone just joined tech and met you in person. Like, what would they, what would be the most valuable thing for them to know if they were in your shoes right now? It would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I am a Phoenix developer. Go on Twitter and follow um, Chris McCord and follow Dockyard and follow, you know, these companies are big ones that use it. And if you follow those people and spend some time on Twitter, you're going to see them talking about it. Look at the um, Elixir, my Elixir status hashtag. People Mm -hmm. use that when they talk about it. Go watch some conference talks on YouTube. And if you go to the Phoenix website, you'll see they have an official Discord. So, like, that's what you're trying to get from this person, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Because that would give this person so much uh context if they started following those communities about what people are talking about and what problems they're having um i mean you already have kind of a problem that you want that's the thing you kind of already have a problem that you're thinking about so is this really like a safari like a say like a business safari where you're looking for potential problems to solve or is this like a research thing where you're trying to understand their the problems that they have I think it's like, both because I have yeah. like, the, because the thing is I have a problem. I, I think it's a problem. They've told me it's a problem. You know, I, yeah. I think it's monetizable. But but again, this is from very limited conversations. Right? Yeah. I've talked to three people. Yeah. So like yeah. I need, I want a little more. bit more volume and I yeah. need to find yeah. the people Make who are statistically significant. Yeah. And the people who are really passionate about it, right? Or really frustrated mm-hmm. with it. Someone who's willing mm-hmm. to jump in and be, and be an yeah. early I, user. Yeah, I think the watering holes would be great to find. Yeah. And yeah. if they don't exist, then like 
I mean, they do exist, right? You mean, even accountants go to like conferences, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yes, yes, probably. At My, least the passion ones do, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the early adopters, right? You're looking for the people who are yeah, experiencing yeah. the pain point so much they're going to scream about it on some online community. Right, yeah. I wonder if they it's most likely there. to be new agents. Mm-hmm. Younger, you know? yeah, more adept with like social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also just new in the industry because they're experiencing the pain points for the first time. Mm-hmm. They haven't just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just how we do it. You know, they're like, they why is on this the so iPad bad? And now they're typing text into like a terminal. And yeah, like, the exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I didn't know we we used the '90s uh, technology for this. Um, yeah, and and another thing that I sorry, this is not to, to this is somewhat tangential, but another thing I did a little bit more research on Atlas, which is like the potential competitor, right? Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that it's not even it's not even playing the same space. Atlas is about like rights management. So like when you you know when an author submits you know when 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 you're working with an author, there's rights. There's like who owns mm-hmm. the rights and what percentages and like maybe there's multiple agents and what percentage of the payment they get. So this mm-hmm. Atlas software is mostly built for that. So it's not even like in the same space that I'm. It's not like a direct competitor. So mm-hmm. uh, it was just an interesting find. I don't know how I didn't notice it before. It was like, it's not like I looked at anything new. It was the same demo, but I think I just have more context now on in the industry. And I'm like, oh, this is not at all, uh, you know, serving the need that I, that I see, um, I see agents gotcha. have. So whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. It could mean that there's no demand for what I'm right. trying to build, or it could mean that it's just, you know, like that would be a good bad thing or it could be a good thing and like there's just no one served this area because people don't know this is a problem so right yeah so i don't know but we'll we'll see i'll 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 report on what i get out of this uh this meeting today um the other thing i did was this was just to put out a feeler because i've been feeling like i have time right and i've been blocked and i'm trying not to build software like intentionally restraining myself from building right. agent software um so i put out a question in twitter and linkedin in elixir circles um as to like if i built a two to three short lesson course mm-hmm. i think i saw this actually on anything you know anything programming related of course i kind of made it more elixir focused sure like, what would people like and it's interesting contrasting that, you know, like I can't find a single agent to talk to, but I right. put it on Twitter and LinkedIn. And I got a whole bunch of responses and like a whole bunch of ideas. And um, and uh, it was interesting because I think I may try to do a truly intentionally short course, two mm-hmm. to three lessons while I'm still trying to sort out the like the um, literary, literary agent stuff. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And just do a course in it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to charge for it. I might, I might not. But it would just be. I'm curious to see. A, do I like doing it in a way that's like? I would try to find a way to do it that's Cereal. less less serious. No, let's like less because uh, I take myself so seriously, right? right like testing right, live it becomes you, a perfectionist thing. It, and, yeah, and you know how we talked about like the, the course becomes this humongous monumental thing that you like you know, that you're trying to launch and stuff. And so that's why I specifically said it's going to be a short thing, like two to three. And that's the constraint I'm placing on myself. Like it's, it can't be more than three lessons. Um, and I'm just curious if I, like, if I enjoy the process, if I like it, if I, if, if it's successful, right? Like maybe, oh, it turns out to be like really successful. Then maybe that could be something I could dive into of creating, you know, again, and, and maybe if the literary agent thing, if I give that mm-hmm. on that side, 
I could do more courses and maybe just short courses or something I was thinking because maybe I enjoy that mm-hmm. and maybe it's like it's not like um so serious it's more more casual me yeah. but maybe people enjoy that right that kind of thing yep. so I know I remember you said that last week that you were you were thinking about the courses you know talking to me about build UI and thinking about courses again and and you know whether you liked being a teacher and all that kind of stuff so I know it was top of mind um, yeah and you were saying you didn't think you were a teacher but maybe you are and I think you definitely are um <laughs> The, the perfectionist stuff is tough. Um, interesting. My first reaction is like, okay, what's the goal of doing this? Is the goal to see if you like making small courses? That that, that feels like a bit of a watery, watered-down goal. or like Because really the goal is to see if this could turn into a side hustle, right? True, true. Um, and so if the goal is to see if if you can basically do selling mini courses as a way to make some extra cash and maybe turn into something else, then I would feel a little bit differently about it. In that case, it's not trying to find whether you like making videos or not. Uh, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. It's, a, it's the basically what I think is what you should try is like making YouTube videos. Uh, if you want to sell this first one, then you could try to do that right away, I guess. But, um, if the goal is really to find out if you like that style, Mm, I mm. think making YouTube videos would be good because you could put together three YouTube is already somewhat informal place to hang out and people already expose their personalities on their YouTube channels. And there's not a lot of pressure because you just post a YouTube video and then post another one and you just go from there. Comments are awesome because you get feedback on it. So you could do two or three YouTube videos over the next three to four weeks or whatever, or just do the best YouTube video you can do in the first week. I mean, if you look at any big YouTubers, early videos, they're terrible. It's fine. Yeah, so of course. That's, it's, that's the it's, trick. You know, and, and where we're at right now with Build UI and just looking back over the last six years since we started the business, you know, we haven't been making videos for six years, but in some ways we have, like we've never done it full time, but that's we've been trying to and we would have been much better served by picking one thing and just doing it consistently like for sure the consistency that's it's just like working out it's the most important thing so uh yeah i just don't want you to fall in a trap of doing a two to three course selling it on gum road and then it's like okay well now what whereas whereas if those two to three videos were maybe on youtube you you could start building the consistency thing there and then if not you can move on but if you if you do like it at least you have something that you're growing and investing in people will continue to find it the other thing is like youtube is a search engine so people will find your stuff without you doing anything i mean youtube to me is way more permanent than twitter and it is the closest thing to build it and they will come because if you don't have uh, an audience and you don't have an email newsletter but you make a good YouTube video with a good title that in a description that actually says what's in it. And it's obviously clearly has the content it delivers on what it promises in the title. People will find your video, you know, um, I've been way more pub. I've been way more public with stuff that I've produced over the years. And I have, you know, a, a big Twitter, bigger Twitter following and YouTube subscriber base than Ryan does. And he made this fantastic video on React Hooks that has like 20 or 30,000 views on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it does happen. Um, 
and I think that's the that's the YouTube gives you a, a pretty good shot of pulling something like that off. You know, another another one would be like back in the day when like uh, Adam and Steve did the, this really good blog post on like ten ch- tricks for cheating at design, and they put it on Medium, which at the time everyone was reading, and that was like another example. I mean, he already had an audience, but you get you get my point. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's helpful. Yeah, it's helpful to hear your perspective, and I think mm-hmm. where my head was at was more like. I do want to find out if I enjoy doing courses because I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, this is like, I feel like this is partially coming from my desire to like build something, to do something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sort of stuck with the literary age and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I should just be doing more on that side, but it kind of, it's, you know, just trying to find literary literary agents and then just waiting for responses. Um but I, it's part of me wanting to do something. It's part of, and the reason why I thought about it in a course is because I actually, like, I'm not sure this is a justification. Maybe YouTube is still a good, that's um, a better idea um, because of the search engine, uh, you know, potential aspect. Yeah, yeah aspect. Um, but the reason why I thought about it is because I pay for Podia, right? This is where I host Testing Live View, and you can have like unlimited courses. So, like, Adding another mm-hmm. course there is just basically the same thing as uploading three videos on YouTube. It's just three videos there. Um, right. It's true that I wouldn't have the search, you know, like the, the, the organic right. search the probably. organic yeah. audience. Um, but the reason why I liked it, I was like, if, if I enjoy doing it and it's successful enough with my current audience, then like maybe I can that do more. That would be a of, signal. Right. A signal. And then maybe I can do more of these they don't have to be short they can be longer i don't know like whatever yep. um but kind of maybe go back yep. more towards a stair-stepping concept right yep. like let me yep. let me make a few of these maybe buy a month of my time and then i can do right. an even bigger course and buy more of my time and then mm-hmm. you know eventually uh, maybe do something else so dude the other thing you could do is do the three videos for uh podium podia 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 um and then put one on youtube with an intro that just says hey guys Herman here done a couple conference talks and made a testing live view course. I'm putting out a new course and I want to share one lesson for free. So, you know, you name it well, people will find it that way too. Yeah. That, not, that, that, that would be, um, that could be an idea too. Yeah. I could just, also put just, it on YouTube and like if, if, especially if I offer it for free, then I yep. can just put it both places. Yep. But yep. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I have to cool think about idea. that. I like that idea. Um, Yeah. I like just I'll, because, like, if you get crick, if you post something on Podia and you get crickets, it doesn't necessarily mean there's th- that you have a product problem. Or it might yeah. mean exactly you might have a distribution problem. Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, interesting. YouTube. I I feel like uh, stepping into YouTube is in stepping into a treadmill, and I guess I just gotta remove nah, that from my not. head. Like, I don't have yeah. to step into the treadmill. I yeah, can just post exactly. a video here and there. <laughs> exactly i want to i opted into the treadmill on youtube because i know like so thousand percent in my heart of hearts that that's like first of all meeting my audience a lot of them where they're at and second that it's the best way for me to improve my videos get in touch with those people and share news about build ui you know yeah so i just know that that's going to be a huge asset for us and it's just a good way to actually deliver on our goal of helping people because so many people learn from YouTube these days. Yeah, so that's, that's that that's why I know that that's like so important um, for us. But you don't have to do it like that. It's just you, you you can stop doing it whenever you want to. You know. Right. 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 
Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. That's a good idea. I'll have to think about it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but awesome. I guess we should probably wrap up. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, dude. And uh, thanks stuff. for chatting. You've given me. I'm. I'm. I'm still thinking. I'm like. I'm, you've given me a lot of ideas, and I need to think about some of these things. Also, with the with the questions and the watering hole and stuff like that. I think that's a mm-hmm. great great point. So, yep, you give me a lot to think about too, man. It's always helpful having these chats. Sweet, awesome, dude. Awesome. Thanks. All everyone. right. Well, uh, should we wrap it? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks for listening, and uh, let's talk next week. I'm gonna be back Thursday morning on a red eye. So. Friday morning, I might be a little wee, but I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, good luck. Enjoy San Francisco. Thanks, man. I did. All right. See you next week. Talk next week. Bye-bye. All right. See ya.